0: Hey everybody, welcome to Future Nonprofit. I'm Ted Vaughn, the host of Future Nonprofit, and we are doing some bonus episodes as we start 2024 Today's episode is super exciting because uh, our guest, Mark Miller, my partner at Historic and the producer of Future Nonprofit, we are both uh, avid readers, uh, Mark more than me, and we have a list of books that we think you as nonprofit leaders would greatly benefit from reading. We've taken these in over 2023, talked about them with our team, and we've done a little distillation to give you a summary of why we think you should read these books in 2024. So we're going to walk through 10. 10 books and then there's a bonus book. I don't know why we just say 11, but 10 and a bonus, uh, essentially 11 books. And uh, most of these are Mark's books, but a few of them I have read and we'll talk about. Uh, And I think one interesting theme that you'll find in this list of books, they're not really addressing tactics and logistics to the extent that some of you might hope. We are big culture people. We think most nonprofits greatest struggle or barrier is in the organizational health and culture and behavior of its leaders. And a lot of these books address that topic. But without any more uh, riffraff, let's dive in. Welcome, Mark Miller. Great to have you as always. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. All right. So we have a collection of 10
1: books with a bonus. Let's start with book number one, Mark. Talk to us about Hooked. Yeah, so Hooked is one of my favorite books. A lot of the books on this list are are my favorite books. I have too many. But this one is really interesting. It's written by near Y'all, I think is how you say his last name. And he is a startup guy, worked in software and kind of unpacks the psychology behind all our favorite apps and why they're so addictive. And so he uses psychology to explain a handful of different principles, one of which is called randomized reward. And this is where if you are on TikTok or Instagram, you'll notice that every time you log into the app and you open it, it shows you different content and kind of creates this feeling of FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. And that is what's in psychology is called randomized reward. It's a different reward every time and it creates this connection. And it's something that I think a lot of nonprofits can learn from understanding. How do you create habit forming products? And a lot of times these, this psychology is used by consumer brands to create highly addictive products whether it's social media or other unhealthy behaviors but they can be used for creating good behaviors and i think that's what is really inspiring about some of these books on this list is how can we take the best practices of psychology behavior design you know other human-centered design things and learn about them and apply them to the the offering that we have for our donors on the services we provide for those that we look to help in our causes that we have. And so it's a, it's a great book and it's a short read and highly recommend it.
0: Love it. Book number two is called alchemy talk to us about
1: alchemy yeah so alchemy the dark art and curious science of brands business and people i think is the full title and it is written by a psychologist who works for ogilvy which is one of the largest branded advertising firms in the in the uk and they also have offices in the us and they're famous for doing all these amazing ads for brands that we all love and consume from soft drinks to you know, Nike and other others. Um, and so the, the, th- the thing about this this book is it, it breaks down, again, more of the science behind how we behave. And so one of the things that it highlights in the book, it's a story of how the London Underground was faced with really unhappy customers, right? The people were getting really frustrated with delays in trains. And so the London Underground was faced with a decision Do we buy more trains and staff and maybe even expand the rail line to improve speed which would be millions and millions and millions of dollars probably billions of dollars or do we put these little digital displays up that communicate how much time it is between trains and so you have two minutes until the next train which is way less money in that in that case and that's what they did and what they found was that people don't necessarily want things to go faster. They want the appearance of things to go faster. And one way that humans like to cope with uncertainty is control and information. And so when you can give someone some sense of control or more information in that ambiguity, they, they, they feel less frustrated and less anxious. And so customer satisfaction drastically went up when they did that. And it was a cheaper alternative than to buying more trains and staffing those and and all the maintenance and everything around that. So this really breaks down more of the science behind how we make decisions. uh, What do we see as important? What do we see as reality? So perception is half of what is true and it kind of breaks down the science. And so there's a lot of learning here that I think can apply to nonprofits, whether it's, Recurring giving programs, your brands, trying to solve problems with the those that you serve, or when you're inter- when you're interacting with government and realizing you're not getting what you need, and you're trying to create social change. There are things that you can learn from this book that can apply to any area of your nonprofit.
0: I love that we have a list of books that really weren't written for nonprofits. Yeah, <laughs> I, I heard a quote once that uh, nonprofit is a tax status, not a business model. And in many ways, right. our nonprofits of the future have to think more like businesses and lifestyle brands than the nonprofits of uh, yesterday. And yeah. these books help you do that, even though you might be listening to Mark going, what in the world does that have to do with being yeah. a nonprofit? Well, I would say it has everything to do with understanding your end user, understanding how they make decisions, embracing technology like gamification. Um, So many of these books will give you wisdom and insight that you probably don't intuitively think that you need. So let's go on to book number three, The Perfect Story.
1: What makes some stories so compelling and others less compelling? This book goes into the neuroscience around story, and it was originally written for helping executive leaders tell better stories because it's through story that we create connection. They list five different st- storytelling tactics. I won't get into all of them, but they do highlight the neuroscience behind why things work. So a lot of times in nonprofit storytelling we all say we want to tell stories. however, there are actually things that have to happen in our brain to really get the effects that we we think of when we say storytelling. And so this book does a deep dive. It also highlights the need for telling personal stories. And this was in our previous episode in the trends where we, we're going to see more and more nonprofits tell the personal stories of their staff and their leaders and their executives because it's it's something that donors can relate to because they're not necessarily always going to be able to relate to those who, you're impacting. And while they have a heart for that and they care and their pet might be passionate about that, human connection is also really important. It's the thing that's going to keep them engaged in a long, for a long period of time. So this is a, a great book. Again, another short read. And highly recommend it book number four addresses
0: network effects mark tell us the title of book number four and what the heck network effects are
1: yeah so number four the cold start problem this was written by an executive from uber it talks a lot about uh, what is called double-sided marketplaces where like with uber you have to recruit drivers and you also have to recruit writers but broadly it, it dissects the idea of network effects which is when you create something that is so sticky, again, referencing the previous book, uh, Hooked, that people will want to share it. And it and there are ways that they can share it and introduce their own networks into the product. Now, this is really important because what we've seen actually with recurring giving programs is a lot of them don't have baked-in network effects mm-hmm. or opportunities for donors in general to advocate for the cause and bring in their community in an easy way. So some donation strategies that do include network effects are peer-to-peer or uh, do a fundraiser for my birthday, those kind of things, but really recurring monthly programs generally don't have that. And so this is a really great book to read to kind of start to get inspired around how potentially... Could we introduce network effects in other areas that we serve donors so that we can grow them without having to always spend more money on donor acquisition? There's a, a natural tendency for growth because you're they're leveraging network effects. And as we're talking about these books, I'm thinking about episodes of Future Nonprofit Season
0: 1, where there are guests and organizations that really do this stuff so well. I mean, for instance, uh, Michael McDonald, right, and the Bible Project. And what a great example of somebody leveraging network effects to their advantage to really change the fundraising model uh, of what they do. Um, So lots of great books that tie back to our previous episodes, which I just want to say now, if you haven't listened to, get into season one before we release season two, which is going to be happening very soon. Let's move on to our top 10 books. Uh, Number five, this is service design
1: thinking. That sounds really boring, Mark. Why is number five on our list? This one might be a little bit more boring than all the other books, but it is most tactical. So it does break down what is called in the corporate space, service design and service design thinking, which is really a fancy way of saying, Hey, let's, let's break down the user experience or in, in non-profits case donor experience or client experience for those who you serve and really think about every single interaction every step what does someone have to do what is what is everything from like how i make a gift what are all the fields what does the thank you page look like what is the receipt what is just all the 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 basics that we probably already think about but going further beyond that and thinking about every single interaction putting really intentionality and design into all those moments so as an example, if you have people calling your donors, what's the first thing and last thing that they say, and is that scripted and it's, is it on brand? Does it communicate your values and how you want the, the donor to see you? So everything here is again, with empathy for the, the end user, looking through the lens of the end user. but really dissecting every single little touch point, every step and designing it intention- intentionally so that the experience is a wow experience.
0: And I think for so long as nonprofit leaders, we've thought, well, all these little niche aspects of culture or the way people engage technology, these things aren't really relevant to us because we're mission driven and people care about our cause and all that stuff that they're doing in the rest of their life is kind of irrelevant. No, 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 no. All those things they're doing in the rest of their life is competing for their time, attention, and money and wooing them away from engagement with your nonprofit. So we have to learn to compete on a whole different level than we once did. These are books that will help you do that, especially book number six, everyday business storytelling. Mark, another book on storytelling. Why is this one on your list? This
1: one uh, is different in that it doesn't go into the neuroscience and isn't person-focused. It is internal business focus or organizational focus. So a lot of times nonprofits will say, oh yeah, we, we want to do storytelling and we're really great at that. What they mean is that they're great at telling testimonies to their donors, but those who work on staff don't ever experience story in the operations of the business and so the same neuroscience and the same benefits that you get from telling stories with your donors is the same benefits you get from telling stories with your staff. So if you ever wonder like, why doesn't my staff understand our values or our mission or this strategic priority um, or the problem we're trying to solve, it might be because you haven't done a very good job of telling that in a story format. And so stories are sticky. They're easier to remember than charts and graphs and data points. And so this book is great to help you formulate narrative in your operations and your strategic priorities. Book number seven, is uh, a book I
0: added to the list, uh, The Future is Faster Than You Think. Uh, Peter Diamandis and Stephen Kotler are both futurists, both amazing thinkers and authors, and both saturated in multiple sectors and verticals, uh, future thinking, innovation. We often say the world's moving fast, uh, things are getting disrupted, there's change happening at a pace that's unprecedented. And I think sometimes we hear that so often, we kind of become numb to it, it just becomes white noise. This book gives you, in great vivid detail, examples of what that means and this incredible intersection of different things changing and happening at the same time and how they are fueling breakthrough change and process that will be relevant to all of us in the nonprofit sector. The things they talk about in this book are happening quickly and will fundamentally shape how your donors and your users and those you serve, those your mission exists to help, how they experience you and the world around them. It's a great book. It's provocative. It's interesting. And it will arm you with a ton of information to Mm -hmm. understand exactly how the world is moving fast. Mark, you haven't read this, but what are your thoughts on the topic and the idea?
1: Yeah, I think the idea is key and we're actually seeing this happen, especially with those you serve. So a lot of times in the US, if you're listening to this, you, we live in a culture where things do move fast, but we have so much that the innovation doesn't always seem like it is moving really that fast. You might wake up in a year and realize, oh, wow, I have self-driving cars and all this stuff. And that's great. But it's actually really faster for those that you serve overseas potentially, and what we're we're seeing this already happen, right? So in Uganda, where the infrastructure isn't perfect, like in, or mm. more developed in other places in the world, they're using drones to deliver medicine already, right? Yet in the United States, I can't get UPS to deliver my package on time, let alone use drones, right? And that's that's a joke. I love UPS. But so it's interesting because as we look at it from our lens in the Western world, we think about it one way and in reality, it's moving much faster in other parts of the world. And that is really, really exciting because we're gonna be able to create the change that we are seeking through our mission and our different nonprofits. So book number seven is about understanding this incredibly fast moving future
0: and what the implications are for humanity and for all of us. Book number eight is a book for leaders that I love because it equips us to better understand decision-making, how to utilize leadership, strategy, structure, systems in this moment of disruption. The book's called Leading Through Disruption by Andrew Leveres. Fantastic book for leaders, especially those in the social impact sector or in the nonprofit space who are trying to navigate this fast-moving future through decision-making, hiring, processes of impact and measurement. Uh, How do we do these things as leaders? This is a very practical, helpful book. It's not abstract and conceptual. It makes it very tangible and helpful, gives you very practical tools for how to lead in this crazy moment of disruption and change. And I think it's obvious we all need books like that to challenge our current thinking, which tends to be rooted in uh, 10 to 15 years ago, not where we're heading. I often find the organizations that we work with are structured and operating for where they used to be, not where they are today, much less where we're heading. And in today's pace of change, we as leaders have to be operating and structuring our organizations for profit or nonprofit for where we're going, not just for where we are today, much less for where we used to be. This is a book that will help you do it. Okay. We are on uh, number nine of our 10 books. Uh, I think, Mark, this is my book as well. Uh, I Mm -hmm. love this book because it was kind of a combination of like motivation, inspiration, practical wisdom, entrepreneurial fervor. Uh, Burn the Boats by Matt Higgins. Matt Higgins is on Shark Tank. He's an up and coming, not even up and coming, I think he's pretty much made it. I mean, he's this incredibly (laughs) successful entrepreneur. You know, he and Gary Vaynerchuk and that whole scene are, uh, you know, in lockstep. And um, I love this guy's humility. I love this guy's passion. He's super smart. He comes out of very little and has made an incredible successful organization multiple times over. And in this book, he talks about the level of commitment passion, desire, focus, and what it means to truly make a hard decision, lean into desperate moments, and lead into a place where you really have no choice, right? There's no plan B, you burn the boats. And I think in today's world, we often are operating with such passion and vision for the organizations that we serve, but we lack insight or ability to think In wise, helpful ways, what does it mean to be driven by mission, to burn the boats, to not have a plan B, but to do it in ways that have wisdom, practical, supportive, common sense that aren't just rhetoric and rhetorical and martyrdom which often can be the case in the nonprofit space. I think sometimes we yeah. find people who operate like martyrs. This is a book that gives you practical wisdom from an entrepreneurial lens on how to lead more effectively in very clear, decisive, crisp ways.
1: Yeah. The thing I like about this book and leading through d- disruption is that they kind of go together and it forces us as leaders in the nonprofit space to really be innovative and to think about the future in a, in a in a way that we can't risk, necessarily rest on the past, right? So disruption is going to happen. We saw it with COVID. It's going to happen again in a different format. That might be through AI. It might be through really what we're seeing is just a drastically sh- uh, shift in donor expectations. And then combining that with burn the boats, so this idea that, we, that we're that we committed, so committed to a, a cause that we're willing to abandon what we know and reinvent it so that we can be more effective and more successful. Those are really two compelling ideas that I think every nonprofit leader needs to be able to exercise in your organization so that you can continue to grow your mission.
0: We are on book number 10 of our uh, 10 book list for 2024 for nonprofit leaders to read. We do have a bonus book, so it's actually 11 books. (laughs) Mark, number 10 is your book. Tell us about book number 10. It starts with clients.
1: Yeah, so our experience working with nonprofits, what we found is that a lot of times we're really focused on serving the client really well the those who we're trying to reach but the donors are kind of left out of that experience or that expertise right we're not spending a an, the same amount of resources or expertise on serving them as individuals and actual people versus those uh, that are our clients that we're serving and it starts the clients really focuses um, and gives you practical tools on how to create really tangible relationships and how to focus and so i'm a real big fan of empathy and i think as donor expectations change the thing that nonprofits need to grow in is really understanding how do I relate to the donor and think through their lens and have empathy for them. And this book will, will help you do that both on the donor side and on the client side of those you serve. But it's not written for nonprofits. It's written for companies. And so it, you have to look through that lens, but there's a lot there to learn. And the bonus
0: book, the book that we had to fit onto the list. So we created number 11. Mark, what is bonus book number 11?
1: Well, this is a bonus book because technically it's a book primarily made up of charts and less of less writing. So it's even faster read than some of the shorter books on this list. And that is Adrift, American 100 Charts. Uh, This is written by Scott Galloway, who is a professor of branded marketing at the NYU Business School. And he breaks down all the changes that have happened to create the culture that we're seeing in the United States. And there's some really, really great, interesting insights through that book that I highly recommend. That all nonprofits get a chance to look through. So it will it'll kind of explain where your donors are going. Right now, fifty percent of 30 year olds make less than their parents did at the age of 30 so that's a alarming trend usually that that hasn't happened before in u.s history and so also community groupism people are are more isolated more alone they're less involved in in other community activities whether it's church or rotary clubs or bowling leagues all of that were more isolated because of smartphones and of social Mm. media and so These are all gonna have impacts in uh, both those we serve and in our fundraising efforts. So highly recommend that book and it's full of pictures super short. If you want more
0: resources like today, go to makehistoric.com slash insights, where you'll find a blog post that has this book list. You'll find the trends episode that we did last time with trends for you to be aware of in 2024 and lots of other resources. You can also go to future nonprofit.com to learn more about this podcast, share the link with friends, also share this episode with friends and get ready for an amazing season two. And if you enjoy this, please write a review. Five stars on Apple. We uh, are available on multiple platforms, but Apple tends to be where we get the most traction. My guess is that many of you are listening through the Apple podcast platform. So write a review, share with friends, spread the word. Cannot wait to engage with you in season two. Thanks for listening. Take care.